0: Good day, everybody. You are tuning into the Common Sense American podcast, and that is precisely what I intend to spread today, a little bit of common sense, uh, along with a warning and a reminder. Uh, One of the first things that I will say uh, as a sort of a follow up to a previous podcast, let me remind everybody once again that the only reason we have an issue at the southern border is entirely because of political correctness. That's it. That's the only reason. If it was a bunch of white people trying to shove their way in here illegally, the Democrats would have absolutely no trouble building a wall if necessary or enforcing the laws that are already on the books. And they would acknowledge all the statistics that currently exist, which is that most illegals who come here have a track record of doing something bad or are coming here to doing something bad. You know, they intend to do something bad here or both. That those are just facts and statistics. The fact that most uh, illegals and most uh, immigrants, even legal ones within their first few years here are on, you know, some form of government assistance or another. They also have healthcare that a lot of us don't even have. Um They have every single thing coming to them on a silver platter. And the only reason it's happening is because they're not white. That's it. That's the only reason. That's all it boils down to. I have made that point many times in the past. This is what happens when political correctness overrides uh, logic and stats and facts and common sense and logic and rationale. This is what happens. You have completely insane situations that in no way should be happening. And the rest of the world is laughing at us. They all have their own, you know, very strict in some cases, uh, citizenship requirements, uh, border requirements. Th- they all do. All civilized countries do. And It works. It works because it, it makes perfect sense. For us not to have it is stupid. And the only reason we don't... The Democrats don't want to enforce this is because of the color of the people who are coming here. That's it. That's the only reason. If it was a bunch of Middle Europeans coming here invading our borders, they would have no problem because they're white. That's that's just it. That's, that's the long and short of it. Now, moving on to the fact that uh, the uh, health officials are warning us of another wave. The fourth wave is coming and it's going to kill us all and uh, make sure to wear the face mask and social distancing. And uh, one other reminder, I warned everybody quite some time ago, probably within the first few months of this pandemic, uh, that this is not going to go away. Uh, I made that point again about a month ago. I said, this, is, this, this isn't. This will never go away because of the way it has been constructed. The face mask is a permanent fixture of society right now because of the way it has been uh, basically foisted on the public and the way that it will now be viewed in the future. The bottom line is, and the way we have it set now, is that you are a good person if you wear one and you're a bad person if you don't. Now, the reasons are irrelevant. They've even set it up. So even if you've had it, even if you've had COVID, even if you've had a vaccine, They're still telling you to wear a mask. They're making it so that you cannot envision a circumstance where it would be okay to not wear a mask in public. It's just there isn't one. That's how they're setting this up. If I have a vaccine and I've had it, which is probably going to end up happening, I have already had it, but that's obviously not going to be enough. If I want to travel, for example, I'll probably need to get the vaccine anyway. None of those things, neither of those things which should put me in the clear, will allow me to go maskless. And even if it did, I will be running the risk of basically being a social pariah every time I go out, of being treated badly, being uh, abused verbally, if not physically. That is what's coming, and it's in many cases it's already here. Some of you who refuse to wear a mask in public have seen it, have felt it. Um... This is the situation in which we find ourselves, and it isn't going away. It isn't going away because it has become a almost religious symbol, the mask. My brother calls it the face burqa, which really is what it has become. It's the separation of those who are good versus those who are bad, and those that we should always be thanking and supporting, and those who we can persecute and legally at some point, which is what's going to come down the pike. Now, we're doing this over a disease with a 0.03% mortality rate globally. We're one of the worst countries. But again, I will refer somebody or everybody to my podcast from several uh, weeks ago that said, um, you know, as a reminder, this country is in deplorable physical and mental conditions, specifically physical when it comes to battling diseases. So anything that comes down the pike that is uh, kind of a nasty bug is going to take out a lot of us. Of full three quarters of people who perish from COVID. This is a CDC stat, by the way. 74% have an underlying cause. And they're not even counting elderly as an underlying cause. They're only counting, you know, obesity, uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, hypertension, all that stuff. Which is basically all tied to being overweight. And just as a quick side note, let me remind everybody. Diabetes type 1, you are born with. Fortunately, you can't avoid that. Diabetes type 2 is self-inflicted, and that is the explosion of diabetes that we've been dealing with because we've been treating ourselves like garbage and ingesting mass amounts of sugar on mass scales. And That is where diabetes comes from, type type 2, and is what is a very big danger for many people, especially if they come in contact with something as, as dangerous as COVID can be to those who are seriously compromised. From the start, this was only going to take out the elderly. The, the the young, especially the very young, most statistics say they barely even know it's there if they have it at all. But of course, they're going to be labeled as spreaders. Um, they're going to tell people that uh, even if you uh, had it and are immune to it or had the vaccine, uh, you can still carry the germs if you came in contact with them. Another reason you have to wear the mask Uh we are we there is no evidence none that supports the idea that this is something that can be transmitted on surfaces everybody um you know disinfecting like crazy bull crap there is no statistic that says that it's easily transmittable on surfaces if at all it's very difficult to even these don't really survive on surfaces these these bugs uh it's certainly not for very long and that is really not how 99.9%, more than that, become infected. It's very, very, very unlikely that you are going to become infected by touching something that's that somebody who was infected touched. That is not, that just isn't the thing. That is not a thing. Look it up for yourself. And which is why you're, you haven't heard that, uh, you know, coming down from Fauci and the other um, dictators on high as to, uh, you know, they talk about disinfect. They don't really say as that as much anymore. They used to, if you remember, during the height of the pandemic, that was a big thing. Hand sanitizer was impossible to find, they telling everybody you had to do it. They're not saying that much anymore, and it's simply because they were wrong. And of course, they don't admit they're wrong. They don't put that news out there. They only put the fear porn out there. And I will refer you to an article in the New York Times. Yes, the New York Times. A columnist that a very important article uh, that's stated very specifically and correctly. That there is no evidence of objectivity and science, leftists' precious science, in most of reporting today on this pandemic and hasn't been throughout the entire thing. It's all about spreading fear. It has nothing to do with objectivity and actual news of informing you as to this real situation. It's manipulation of the facts. It's manipulation of how things really stand. And, you know, why is there no, it's all bad news all the time doesn't matter what it is. You will note that if there is, uh, that when, you know, numbers start to go down, of course, you remember this very well. Nobody says anything. There's not a headline anywhere. The instant there's a surge somewhere, it's front page news. The instant someone says that, uh, you know, such and such state or such and such country is going to lock down, uh, huge news. It was I just saw a breaking news headline. It was all over my social media. It was everywhere. France is, is locking schools back down for three weeks and banning travel. Well, of course they are. It's France. Um, but when that is lifted, or when any country or any state lifts something, that's really... They want to keep that... They're going to attack it. But for the most part, numbers going down is not something they're going to report on. Because if they do... Once that happens, they lose their stranglehold on the populace to talk about this and shove more crap in our faces every single day. They were—I made the point last year that this was a godsend for the uh, for the news publications because they have been really in dire straits, especially the print publications, for years, which we've all known. Something like this comes along, and they will seize right on it. Because this is, a, this, is a, this is a lifesaver, right? Right? This is a life raft, you know? This comes along and says, wow, all we got to do is push this and make everybody afraid. And making people afraid is the key to this. Because if you don't, they're not going to be paying attention, which is why they massage the headlines the way they do, which is why they have to make it sound like World War Three. And the face mask works in very nicely to their agenda because it basically says, Look, this is the way things are. This is how bad things are. If you don't do this, you are a bad person. Now, that has become, as I said, a religious symbol of sorts and will continue to to be so. If you do not wear one, you will be branded uh, basically with every nasty term in the book. You will be, you know, selfish. You won't be listening to the science. You want people to die. That won't go away. Now, Bear in mind, this is happening again with a disease with a microscopic mortality rate. Which means that it doesn't really matter what comes next, because there's always something next. If it kills anybody, ever, anywhere, they're going to require that you put the face mask back on. It's a form of control that has worked supremely well. And at first I was surprised at just how quickly the entire American populace bowed their heads to this to the yoke and said, okay, to absolutely everything. Then I started to realize just how cowardly the entire populace had become, just how dependent, just how trusting a big government. And really the, the fear that that they carry with them. Because when you are when your independence starts to fail, when it starts to disappear. When you realize, or maybe you don't realize, but when you find uh, that your life is very much contingent on things coming to you for basically no reason, the idea, for example, of healthcare without being paying for it, uh, of other things that you get without paying for it, that's the myriad of safety nets that we have in place now, it says somebody somewhere from the government is going to be sprinting to your rescue no matter what you do or how you act. That has been getting worse and worse over the years. Now, with that comes a supreme sense of comfort, provided all those things are working. You see a first crack in the armor of that, and you are like a child. You are like an infant, and you're going to cower in a corner and cry, which is exactly what many, many, many people did. It showed that we really lost our spines. We, We don't have any anymore. That's what this pandemic proved. You want to look at the stats, you go right ahead. You want to trust the science? By all means, unless you are seriously physically compromised or very elderly, this was not going to kill you. And that was what the statistics shown and have shown since day one and have always shown it's been shown with the variants. But of course, they're going to tell you that the variants could be extremely dangerous and even more deadly, even though they don't have the statistics on them. That's a way of saying, well, we don't know. It's a mystery until we get those numbers in. Now, let me guarantee you one thing. When those numbers do come in and it shows pretty much the same thing or less in terms of mortality rate, they won't tell you. That will not be a headline. You will not see a headline anywhere that says variants less deadly than expected. No, you won't. You will only see it if it's more deadly. If they have numbers that th- that support that. That's the only way. That's what the news has become. That is why we're not we really a thinking person. Needs to delve into this more and look well beyond the headlines. The sheep that are out there and screaming at people and spitting on them for not wearing masks, for wanting to turn them into authorities for not wearing a mask, which, by the way, was never against any law. um, But they're working real hard to turn it into one, and pretty soon they will. Uh, Those are the people who are basically taking everything at face value and have always taken everything at face value. They question nothing. They will believe everything they're told, provided it comes from what they believe to be a, quote, uh, reliable or expert source. If it comes from the CDC, it's correct. If it comes from Biden, it's correct. If it comes from anywhere else, if it comes from CNN, it's correct. If it comes from anywhere else, it's not. The blindness and naivete of that is mind-numbing. It's difficult to even wrap my head around because there was a time in this country where we did not believe that. Uh, When this country was firing at all cylinders, it respected the government, but it sure as hell didn't like it very much, didn't want to have the government nose in everybody's business because they got along just fine without it. They were much more independent, much more self-sufficient, much more driven and ambitious and disciplined in their lives. Hence, they didn't need that assistance, and didn't want it. They valued the privacy. They valued their own ability to survive and thrive, which we no longer value. And we're being told not to value. It makes far more sense to say that we are reaching herd immunity on this, that the vaccines are everywhere. You can't have one headline that says, you know, vaccines proven to be whatever, 92% effective, and in the very next headline right below it, we're going for a fourth wave, everybody needs to lock down again, and everybody needs to be terrified again. Why? I thought the vaccine was effective. I th- and, we, and a recent statistic, one of the most important ones, is that many experts and many doctors have predicted that over the long run, we're not going to see you know only a fraction of the actual number of cases be reported. And it, that's ha- that has happened. The total number of cases, we'll never know. It's way higher than the number reported because most people who had it didn't report it. I've seen estimates that say about 10 to 15% of, of actual reported cases, of actual cases were reported. And it's probably lower than that. Which means there's 10 times more cases out there uh, in this country and throughout the world than than we, we even think of. Millions. I, I had I didn't report it. Everybody I know had it didn't report it. Because we just stayed home and we were sick and got over it. Like the majority of people. The vast majority of people. Which means... That if you add that, stack that on top of the reported numbers, absolutely, you're reaching herd immunity if we're not there already. Plus, you've got the vaccines everywhere. So the question should be, if that's the case, if if those two things are true, and they are, how in God's name can we still be wearing masks at the end of the year? Well, I promise you we will be. How in God's name can we still be wearing masks in the years to come? I promise you we will be. It may not be all the time. It may be relaxed in certain parts of the countries. It may, you know, go away for a few months at a time. But the instant something comes along that they deem is potentially uh, dangerous, these mandates are coming back. Because, and they know that because America so quickly uh, bowed their heads and said, yep, we're wearing masks, and did it so readily, uh, the government knows it can happen again. All state governments know. The federal government knows they'll do anything they say. You scare them enough and they'll do it instantaneously and they will become the most paranoid, miserable creatures on the planet. You come across these people, it's like, you know, they're really acting like the Black Plague is is, is running rampant. And if you ask them why or if you try to get at the core of this and say, do you have statistics that I don't have? What of the actual statistics are you scared of? You do know the mortality rate, right? This is this is accurate. And by the way, if you take the mortality rate and add it to the fact that the overwhelming majority of cases were not reported, I mean, it becomes even more microscopic. It's down 0.0012% of people who die who have this disease around the world. It's so tiny. Yes, it's massively infectious. And yes, the elderly, which we should have been protecting from day one, because, well, even before COVID came along, nursing homes, retirement homes are absolute nightmares. And I strongly recommend that if you have loved ones in there uh, still, if you can and find a way to care for them at home, get them out. Because the people who work there are utterly clueless. I've never seen more incompetent people in my life. I had a couple of grandparents in these places, and they were supposed to be good places. it, It is. It's a nightmare over there. We finally had to get them out. For their own good, because they were going to kill them uh, for you know, just bring them home. And the family tried to care for them as best they could. And that was what they wanted anyway. They passed away at home. It was much better. Those places are disgusting. Those places are need a Massive overhaul. Another thing that this pandemic exposed, you know, those that was always going to be a problem. And the elderly were going to be at risk. And those who are physically compromised were going to be at risk. And unfortunately, we have lots of those. Everybody else needed to go about their business. And that's what needs to happen in the future. We need to get healthier rapidly. And everyone else who is healthy needs to go about their business. The The wearing the mask thing is only going to uh, divide us more. It's another divisive tactics, it, tactic that... Um, will essentially attempt to separate, again, the good from the bad, the face burka. You wear this, it's a sign that you are a good person, that you care about other people. If you don't, they want you in jail. They don't just, like, frown at you. This is what these people actually believe, based on statistics that in no way warrant that behavior. But after a year of being... Just having the fear porn smashed into their faces every two seconds. You know, you can almost see why they feel this way. Because they're so malleable, so easily manipulated. They've been trained to be this way for years. They've been trained to believe certain things and not to believe anything else and not to question anything else. You know, and you, you say, well, if the mortality rate is this and the infectious rate is this and, and you, you're a relatively healthy 38-year-old or whatever, what in God's name are you scared of? Why do you have this wild-eyed, insane look in your face and jumping away from people wearing two masks? What in the statistics anywhere shows that you should be acting like this? What are you so scared of? Because there is no fact you can relay that would indicate that level of fear. There's no reason for it. You know, it just, but logic and facts and statistics and science have not been playing a role. That's not what's happening. What's happening is they're creating an environment in order to, better control a populace, to have more control over it. Fear is the most effective means of controlling a populace. Just ask Machiavelli. It works extremely well. And it completely removes, it further removes, we already have this problem, uh, any sense of independence. They're constantly looking to people for guidance. They're looking to doctors for guidance. They're looking to the government for guidance. They are in no way relying on their own ability to cogitate, and to function. Individuality has been dying for decades. This is proof that it's almost dead. Had this pandemic shown up 60, 70 years ago, say really just post-World War II, when, when again, when the, when the country was just straight ahead and everybody was in <laughs> pretty good condition d- despite the, the drinking and alcohol, which is absolutely a problem. But given the situation, given their mentality, more importantly, the mentality of the populace, they wouldn't have <laughs> said, to hell with you. Go ahead and try and make me wear one. We're fine. I'm going to work. I guarantee and that's before my grandparents, uh, the last one that passed away, he was alive during the pandemic. Said this is this. Yeah. My generation. We <laughs> wouldn't have bothered with this. You're, you're all you're all pansies. We wouldn't have bothered with this. We get understand who can be at risk. And we would take strides to protect those people. The rest of us, yeah, we would have gotten up and gone to work. We're the people that got this country to the position that it's in. And you're not going to scare us with something that doesn't kill anybody. You're not going to scare us with some of the big, strong, and you know, guys like, for example, my grandfather. You think you're taking him out with COVID? He knew it wasn't that it wouldn't take him out when he's 35 years old. He might have been sick for a few days going back to work. It's like most people today, even in much worse condition than he was. So this is the point. It has become a symbol and it is not going away. Symbols don't go away. And the people who wield those symbols as weapons over society don't want them to go away. I'm not sure how to get rid of them, but right now they've set it up. They've set the entire uh, system up. So that mask is not only going to be a symbol, but it is going to be a form of control that separates the, quote, good from the bad and allows them to very, you know, allows everybody out in public to see, to pinpoint, say, okay, that person good, that person bad, that person we need to stay away from, that person needs to be arrested for no other reason than the symbol. This isn't any different. It's a symbol. Now, you know, I've, I don't want to say, you know, make comparisons to religious symbols. I don't want to say it's something I don't want to go that far. I'm just saying what they're laying the groundwork for. That's all. Anyway, I don't want to go on too much further here. That's really my spiel for this week. Please try to remember that the real science and real facts and stats are all that matters. Do not fall prey to emotion-driven headlines, which is all they've been doing from the start. Please use your brain. Yes, be safe. Be cautious. Depending on your situation, depending on the situation of those around you, But use the real statistics to guide you. The real facts. Use your own uh, strength and fortitude to drive you. If you have it, use it. And that's it for me. And I appreciate you listening. And hopefully I'll see you again next week when I will come up with something else to talk about for 20, 25 minutes. And, uh, you know, feel free to tell your friends and family about it. I don't do any ads. I don't bombard you with emails. I don't do any of that. It's always free. Uh, There is no explicit content. I take great pains to keep that out of my podcast. And uh, that's it for me. I hope you all have a good upcoming week and I will see you again soon. Thank you.